The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Time for episode number 47. I know you are all excited about it. That's fantastic. All right, folks. Uh, welcome. Welcome, dum-dums. Welcome to the Dumbcast. It is episode 47. I don't have a name for it. Oh, yeah, I do have a name for it. Episode 47 is going to be, I'm podcasting in a snowstorm. Yes, it's December 17th. It's 1123 in the morning. I am up in Rensselaer, New York. Rensselaer. Have you ever heard ever heard of a town called Rensselaer? It's R E N S S E L A E R. Yes, Rensselaer, New York. And we had a snowstorm last night. We had snow a couple of weeks ago, and I said a lesser man would call it a snowstorm, but I didn't. Last night was definitely a snowstorm. Holy cow. Four inches, six inches. They said one to three, but there's definitely not one. It looks a lot more than three, so I'm going to go for somewhere between four and six. Why not? What do I know? What do weathermen know? I mean, really, what do they know? What a great job. I should have applied myself. I could have been a weatherman. Um, we'll get to that. Yeah, could have been a weatherman like uh, like Storm Field. Can you believe it? When I was growing up, we had a weatherman in New York. His name was Storm Field. He looked like Potsy from Happy Days. Good-looking guy. His father was Frank Field. So, daddy was a weatherman. The son became a weatherman. Storm Field. That's his name. He's a weatherman. That's his real name. Storm Field. Anyway, so, um, but I thought, this guy's never going to give up this choice. This, this, is, this was my mentality as a child. My mentality was, that guy's never going to give up this job. Why would he? What? He just has to stand there in front of the map. You know the whole weatherman deal. You point... Was he a meteorologist? I guess he might have been a meteorologist. Anyway, I, th- I thought he would never leave. If somebody said to me, you know, that guy's going to retire one day, Dave. I went like, whoa, really? Hmm, maybe I should apply myself. I could become a weatherman. I mean, how hard can it be? There's no, you get it wrong. I mean, how many days, first of all, who tracks it? But how many days and nights or whatever... Can you get the weather wrong before somebody says, uh, we got to let you go. But that was 40 years ago. I was 13. You know, now they got AccuWeather and, um, I don't know, all these different computer models. You know, you watch the Weather Channel. They got five. They got the British model. They got this model. They got five different models. They got satellites in the skies. Could have been a weatherman. Anyway. Um, could have done anything, really. Could have done anything. Why am I talking about that? Well, because it's it snowed last night. Um, and I, I just know that uh, I'd rather be a weatherman inside a building telling everybody what the weather is as opposed to being in a truck driving like I did last night on the thruway and out Long Island. I broke down. I had a coolant leak. A coolant leak. So I took 140 ounces of my drinking water and I put that in the radiator I don't even think they call it a radiator they call it a radiator anymore anyway I put it in the uh, the plastic thingy 
and 140 ounces of my drinking water, and uh, I was able to get the, the tractor moving. Oh, I'm sliding. Look at this. Oh, this weather's so bad today. Anyway, I'm sliding, folks. I'm doing a podcast in a snowstorm, and I'm sliding. I'm getting onto an entrance ramp, getting onto I-90. Oh, I got to drive slow. This is going to be one hell of a ride. 11.27. I think I'm going to do, I predict I'm going to do three podcasts <laughs> on the way home. I'm going to have enough time on the road to do episode 47, 48, 49. And I swore I was going to do only one a week from now on until I could sort of catch up with myself. But uh, I'm kind of tempted. I might do more than one. I got to put on the heat. It is cold in here. Uh, I don't want you guys to hear that, though. Um, speaking of catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing it in my head. I got to stop doing that. I can't laugh in my head because you guys don't know what I'm laughing at. So, DIDWD, Dumbing It Down with Dave, minus 40. Uh, episode 7 is actually called Catch Up with Dumbing It Down with Dave. Yeah, episode 7 was Catch Up with Dumbing It Down with Dave. I guess uh, I, I didn't hear the episode because I really didn't think I was going to do a, a dumb cast on the way home today. But uh, I think I had it in my head that I was going to do like a wrap-up of the first six episodes. <laughs> Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't remember. I haven't heard it in a long time. I was supposed to... I guess I should have listened to it last night. Uh, but I was too busy holding onto the steering wheel, white-knuckling it, as they say. Do they say that? Yes, they say white-knuckling it. Oh, my God. I, I broke down. Oh, yeah. In episode six... Of, I don't know if I did it with episode 46, but episode six, uh, DIDWD, which is Dumbing It Down With Dave, minus 40, was uh, I Fell Today. Episode six was I Fell Today. That's when I fell. I fell back in April. They made me fall, fall out. Fill out an incident. Fall out. Fill out an incident report at my job because um, I fell. I fell on some ice. But I didn't get hurt, and it was. I never should have told anybody. I'm never going to tell anybody again that I fell. Um, and uh, yeah, so I had a coolant leak. The tractor shut down. I put in 140 ounces of my drinking water. I got it rolling. I was in Beth Page, Long Island. I made it all the way. You don't know where that is, but look it up. Beth Page, Long Island, exit, I was at 40E, exit 40E on the LIE, I had to pull over for half an hour, and it wasn't snowing until I broke down, as soon as I broke down, came the snow, we were waiting for it at midnight, I don't think the snow came until about 1.30, 2 o'clock, something like that, so I made it all the way to Ardsley, New York, on the throughway, do you know where that is? No, you don't, it's north of Yonkers, you know where Yonkers is? No, you don't, but you've heard of it, Yonkers, so um, there was a movie years ago, I think, with Mercedes Rule called Lost in Yonkers, something like that. She used to be beautiful. I don't know if she's beautiful now. I saw her on a TV show the other day. All right, Dave, stay focused. Okay. Anyway, I had a little crush on Mercedes Rule. I think that's her name. Who didn't have a crush on her? She was beautiful. She used to be on Frasier. She didn't used to be on it. She was on a couple of episodes. Dave, you know too much about nothing. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I know I, I know I don't know a lot about nothing also, So, but I know a little bit about something. Um, I know a lot about something. I know nothing about everything else doesn't really matter. That's a callback to last week's episode, which, by the way, I got a lot of great reviews on. Somehow, I really hit my stride in episode 46. Got a lot of comments. A lot of comments. A lot of uh, a lot of good jobs. People like ex- uh, episode 46. Light and lively. I kept it light and lively. Uh, yeah, so I made it to Ardsley. Then I, I had some water bottles. I went into the men's room there at the uh, rest area in Ardsley, and I really filled up the... Uh, the radiator, whatever they call it, the reserve bucket, whatever, and uh, then I made it all the way to Newburgh, and then one of the drivers at my company met me in Newburgh, he had to go there anyway, and brought me some coolant from the garage, red colored coolant, I like the fact that they call it coolant, and um, 
Anyway, I made it, but it was white knuckling. Boy, there was snow and 40, 45 miles an hour. And you'd be surprised, folks. You would think, since you, most of you, except for Mark, you're not in the trucking industry, you would think at this time, 2016, almost 2017, the trucking industry of the United States of America and the world, for that matter, would have figured out how to make a defroster that works. Not just the windshield in the middle, but the sides where the ice builds up. And they would have figured out how to make wipers that don't get stuck with, you know, ice buildup and all these things. It's just, we've gotten so far from the technology that is necessary for trucking because of environmental concerns, which, by the way, I'm an environmental concerned person, but we have totally destroyed equipment, you know, tractors, uh, driving equipment, um, heavy equipment, whatever you call it, because of these restrictions and environmental stuff and these trucks are just having a hard time. They're having a hard time not breaking down every other day. Um, but the coolant leak uh, was not because of technology. Uh, my wiper issue was not because of technology. But um, ooh, looks like somebody hit the guardrail. Well, it's winter time. <laughs> somebody hit the guardrail. Hey, buddy, don't re- don't rear end me, buddy. I'm on an en- I'm on an exit ramp here. I don't want to be rear ended. Who wants to be rear ended? I don't want to be rear ended. So, um, oh boy. You're going to hear me make a lot of comments in the next half hour because there's ice patches and snow patches, and here I am in my Kia. I'm in my Kia. First time uh, this year in the snowstorm with the Kia. Okay, got to calm down. Yeah, so I made it to Newburgh, put in some more coolant, and then made it all the way back to uh, Albany, and then made it to Rensselaer. And, um, oh, okay, so here's, what's the it in Dumbing It Down With Dave? Dave. (laughs) What's the it in this episode? I'll tell you what the it is. The it is... Poor craftsmanship. Not excellent craftsmanship, like my buddy Jack, who I mentioned in last episode, my buddy Jack, episode 46. Um, And by the way, his uh, wife enjoyed my show. He told me that she was laughing. I like the fact that uh, I'm making women laugh and I don't have to uh, undress. It's it's great. Uh, That's a big concern of mine, is uh, attracting the female audience. Because that's that's really what you get your numbers from. I expect to get men, but I don't expect to get women, but I'm going to fight that battle. I'm going to get women. I'm going to get black people. (laughs) I already got Vern, my buddy Vern. He's tuning in. Black people. What a weird thing to say. Black people, the blacks, American, African-Americans, Negroes, whatever. What are you supposed to call them? Why do I have to call them anything? People who are not white, non-whites. Well, that almost sounds not too bad. Okay. Yeah, I got to track the non-whites. <laughs> so ridiculous to label. Um, yeah, the Hindus, the Indians, the uh, Amerikesh, <laughs> the Amerikeshians, the um, Guyanese. I want all peoples. This is not a man show. It's not a white show. And it's not a truck driving show. It's, um, it's a show about life. It's a show uh, by a human for humans. There you go. So if you know people who are non-whites and women, if you can get the non-white women to, uh, if you can share this episode, please, on Facebook with non-white women, I'm going to actually call this an episode in the future. This show is for the non-white women, uh, for the non-whites and women. That's pretty, that's pretty political, politically correct, right? The non-whites. White. I'm not white. I know people that are white. I'm not white. Um... So what's the it? Yeah, poor craftsmanship. Boy, you know, we're so concerned with the environment. and That's great. But, you know, when it, when it comes to quality, 
you know, we can't be going out there breaking down and having all these issues. Uh, and the other thing is, when I got back to the yard, well, that's what we call where I work, the yard. We call it the yard. Uh, the building that uh, houses the mechanics that make the repairs to our equipment. Uh, they work for a company called Ryder. R-Y-D-E-R. Ryder. Ryder rents trucks. Remember that commercial? Yeah. Well, they're big in the trucking business. We lease trucks for them. There's also Penske. They're kind of like the Coke and Pepsi of the truck leasing industry. There's a lot of other companies, but Ryder and Penske are the number one and two guys, I guess. That's what I'm just going to say that's true. Who knows? You don't care, do you? Coke and Pepsi. Everything's a Coke and Pepsi. In every industry, there's Coke and Pepsi. It's always one and two. Always. So, (laughs) this shop is antiquated. Hey, look at that. Antiquated. Nice word. Word of the day. Antiquated. What does it mean? I don't know. Sounds good in a sentence, though. I'm using it, and you're listening. Antiquated. Like old. Um, And there's a circuit breaker box. Is that what they call it, Jack? The circuit breaker box? The breaker box? And uh, hey, guess what? (laughs) It's out of code. (laughs) And guess what? Uh, The the shop uh, that has all this electronic stuff in there and whatever, you know, it's not grounded. Now, I'm not, an elect- I'm not an electrician. You're not an electrician. I don't know what you guys know. Uh, most of you have a hard time just putting batteries in the remote, right? So, uh, is this positive or negative? I don't know. I can't see. Get my glasses. Uh, turn it upside down. That looks like positive. What, the, the nubby side? No, the flat side. I don't know. Just keep on playing with the batteries until you figure it out. Uh, so, the shop isn't grounded. The mechanics are in there getting shocked. They get shocked by sitting down on the chair. They get shocked uh, by doing all different things. It's it's ridiculous that there's a multi-million dollar company called Ryder, Ryder Rental, Ryder Trucks, and the shop is not grounded. Okay, so how does that apply to me? What's the it and dumbing it down with Dave? Well, today when I got back from my arduous, arduous, you just said antiquated. Don't overdo it. Arduous. <laughs> my arduous, spell it. A-R-D... U-O-S, arduous, arduous, yeah, whatever, um, journey from Rensselaer to Albany to Yonkers to Bethpage to Yonkers to Newburgh to Albany to Rensselaer, about 500 miles, something like that, um, uh, after all that white knuckle driving in the snow and the sleet and all the four-wheelers that I was afraid that were going to crash into me because they're inexperienced. After all that is said and done, come on, buddy, let's go. Um, I go to the fuel island to fuel my equipment, and uh, I got shocked. I grabbed the fuel nozzle, listen to the words that I say, not to the words that you hear, because you've never heard a human being say this before. I grabbed the fuel nozzle off the fuel tank. It's also called the gas boy. You can call it the gas boy. It's the thing where the fuel nozzle is, you know, the, the, the numbers spin when you're putting gas. Call it the gas boy. I call it the gas boy. Most people just call it a pump. Anyway, so uh, I got shocked. I went like, ow! I didn't go like, man, that's a tingle. I was like, oh! Oh! Ow! So I said, what? I took my glove off. I looked at my finger. I go, do I have a cut? I mean, my fingers were wet. I figured, well, was I all pruned up? You know how your fingers get wet and you get all pruned up? But it wasn't that. And then my buddy, whose name I can't mention because if I mention his name, he'll get all angry at me. He's, I think he's in the witness protection plan. Only Mark knows who he is. 
Um, in fact, just the fact that I mentioned, I might have mentioned that I have a friend in the witness protection plan would anger him. Not Mark, the guy that I'm talking about. Forget I even mentioned him. But anyway, there was another truck driver in the fuel island next to me, and he went and grabbed his fuel nozzle, and he did the same thing. He was like, oh! Got shocked. Got shocked at the fuel island. To fuel. Well, diesel fuel is inflammable from what I understand. But um, you shouldn't get shocked at work. So what did I do? Well, I kept on fueling, and I immediately called my boss. I texted him. I didn't call him. I don't want to call. I texted him. And he responded within seconds. He says, oh, yeah, we're quite aware. They're going to come fix it on Wednesday. I said, Wednesday? And I'm texting this. I go, that's four days from now. Do you know how many drivers are going to get shocked while fueling? I said, you can't have a place of employment. This is what I'm texting. I should read you the actual text. You can't have a place of employment where truck drivers are fueling. They're trying to fuel and they're getting shocked. This is not a practical joke. Mark and your daughter, he knows what I'm talking about. She shocked me a long time ago. First time I met his daughter. It's the first. It's my first encounter with Mark's daughter. His only daughter, I think. He's got like five children, maybe more. I have no idea. Probably four. Daughter sticks this thing out and says, "Hey, look at this." And, I, and she goes, "She said, take this or something like that." And I, I took it. I was like, "Da!" Ah! Youngest daughter shocked me. Never forgive her. Ah, whatever. I'll never see her again. I'll make it a point. Never to see his youngest daughter who shocked me. I got shocked by a little girl. But I looked at her and I'm like, what's wrong with you? Oh, speaking of what's wrong with you, I got something else to tell you. So, that's it. Uh, I made a big stink about it. I got loud, just like I am now. I didn't do a podcast about it. But I'm doing it now. But I walked in and I, 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 I said, this can't be. We can't have people getting shocked at work. It doesn't... Okay. It's not supposed to be. Not supposed to be. So, the... Apparently, everything's in a whirlwind now, and they're getting on it now. And uh, if they can't fix it, they're sending the mechanic home. There's one mechanic today on Saturdays. They're going to send them home. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Stop with the recalls. Stop with the crappy airbags. Stop with the lead in, in the paint, the lead in the children's toys. Stop with all this, with the recall, recall, recall. Why? Why can't we just make things right anymore? How hard is it to make it right? How hard is it for research and development? Why are my wipers making horrible noises? How hard is it for research and development to come up with something and not have to have a recall? My Kia had a recall. My wife's Honda Fit had a recall. All those airbags, Toyota. Who's in Who's in the lead? What's the most recalled product ever? They got ice cream with salmonella, peanut butter, kale, broccoli, mad cow, this is craziness. You're worried about Muslims? I'd be afraid to have a salad. Muslims. There's no Muslims where I live. Well, there might be, but what are they going to do? Crash into the community center with a tractor? They're going to drop. They're going to drop hay bales on the road and create an obstacle course on my local road. It's food. It's American industry. That's what you should be afraid of. Don't eat that. Put it down. Don't eat during this dumb cast. I need all the viewers I can get. Please. Did I shut off the phone? No, I'm recording. Good. Still recording. Still recording, Dave. Thank you, sir. 
Don't eat that. Don't eat that. What is that? Blue Dove? Blue Derby? Blue Bird? What's that company that almost went out of business? Every company with recalls and salmonella and, and West Nile and Zika and everything is sick. Everything's dirty. Wash your hands. What's wrong with these companies? Okay. Remember what peanut butter a couple years ago? How do you recall peanut butter? It's peanuts and then you mash the crap out of them. There's oil already in the peanut. Peanut oil. That's why when you buy that organic peanut butter, you got to give it a good stir. I don't know what Jiffy and Skippy and all those other people do to their peanut butter where there's no more oil. They put in other stuff. They just mash the crap out of it and put it in a jar. It's peanut butter, peanut butter. Stop with the glass. Why is there glass in my aspirin? Why are there pieces of other things? Who's, who's in charge of quality control? Anybody? Is anybody awake? Holy cow. Muslims. I'm worried about taking a bear. Can't have salad. Can't have peanut butter. You can't drive a Toyota. And I can't fuel. It's a trucking company. Listen, I'm not angry. <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling at you. I'm just like, I, do you understand it's a trucking company? We're, we're a dairy company that runs on trucks. <laughs> Tractor trailers. We put fuel in the reefer tanks. Reefer, not pot. Short for refrigerated units. Reefer. Reefers. There's milk in the reefers. And I... We can't have the milk go sour. You got to have cold milk. Otherwise, it goes sour. What's the point of delivering 1,026 cases of sour milk? Nobody's going to buy it. So when the guy goes to the fuel island, he should expect to enjoy his time with his nozzle in the tank, with his hand on the nozzle, and he shouldn't have to worry about getting shocked I should have filled out an incident report. I should have fell down. That's what I should have done. My buddy, whose name I can't mention, who's probably not in the witness protection plan, was in the fuel island next to me. There's two of them. He would have witnessed me. He wanted to lie for me. He wouldn't have had my back. I know that. He's too honest. Next to Jack, he's one of the most honest people in the world. Um, I should have faked it. I should have said, I got shocked! I should, I should have just, I don't know, I don't know. I should have just done something. My hair. Where's my hair? Where's my brains? Where's my memory? It's all gone because I got shocked. Shocked! At the fuel island. Ugh. Let's do the mileage report. Welcome to the fastest dumb cast on earth. There's no other fastest dumb cast than this. No way. At 70 miles an hour, headed south on the New York State Thruway, nobody is doing this in a Kia Rio in my porta potty Nobody. And nobody does it in a snowstorm. Although, to be quite honest with you, it stopped snowing a couple of hours ago. Thank God. The throwaway is nice and blacktop. Now, where was this blacktop three hours ago when I was holding onto the steering wheel for dear life? 45 miles an hour, slip sliding away. Slip sliding away. Slip sliding away. To the, to the nearest destination. To the slip sliding away. I don't even know. That's a song, but I don't know who does it. All right. Somebody will put in the comments who does that. Um, this mileage report brought to you by Pipe Dream Live. 
They don't call it that. I do. Because I'm smart. It's Pipe Dream Live. It's a live internet radio show. They stream it. They put it on YouTube. Wherever you are in the world, if it's Wednesday at 8 o'clock, it's time for Pipe Dream. Brought to you from the people of ComedyPipe.com. Check out ComedyPipe.com. All right, there you go. That's it. I give him a good plug. Every week. And every week, Mike tries to give me a plug on the show. And he gets interrupted by his co-hosts, Jefferson and, and Joe Green. Because they don't like me. And they don't like my podcast. They think it's... They think it's... um. They think it's uh, when you're the enemy. Competition. They think I'm competition. There's no competition in podcasting. There's a million people. There's like a billion people out there. There's one million podcasts. There's, there's at least eight people per podcast. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Joe. Don't worry about it, Jefferson. Plenty of podcasts and people for podcasts. All right. Oh, yeah. The mileage is 222,822. 222,822 and Jack did a little calculation for me I, don't, I, I wasn't prepared to do a dumb cast today but he, uh, he figured out how much money I've spent over the last couple of years and he was pretty accurate it was like 34 miles to the gallon and he figured out the mileage I did. although he didn't take into account that I actually bought the car at 52,000 so apparently I've spent about a million and a half dollars on fuel I don't know it comes out to about $2,500 a year which I, which I knew that it comes out to about that something like that $2,500 a year on fuel if I do $60 a week which I do less than at a $2, uh, I think he was figuring at three, I figured at two, uh, $2 uh, a gallon, uh, it's like, I just put in 20, so it's really about $40 a week, $50, let's just say 50, 50 times 52 is $2,600, so there you go. Uh, all right, this dumb cast is almost over. Oh, and Jack also uh, gave me a name, first one to give me a name, he didn't email me, but how did he do, how did he tell me? I think, he, I think he sent me an instant message on Facebook. Uh, Sven Svensson. That's a real name. Sven Svensson is a real name of an... an uh, I don't have the paperwork in front of me. Uh, he's an Olympic swimmer. Uh, thank you, Jack. I don't know if he's an American. Probably not. He's probably Swedish, right? Uh, Sven Svensson. So there you go. And we have two now. We have Alex Exum, who, by the way, at the top of the show, that was Alex Exum's voice. Go check out the Exum experience. Been, uh, he's been very nice to me. He's been commenting on my show. Uh, on another show called Spreaker Live. I uh, thank you, Alex. You're doing a great job too. Uh, I like Alex. Alex is a fireball. He's a fireball. You don't want to shock him though. He'll blow up. Don't shock Alex. Oh God! Imagine if Alex got shocked at work. He'd be out of his mind. And uh, hey, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Jeffrey, the, the the Spark. He has a podcast called The Spark. Uh, check him out at the Internal Monarch. You know what? I don't know what he calls his show. I think it's called The Spark. It might be called The Internal Monarch. Monarch. Uh, it might be called Taking Over the Globe. He's got a whole bunch of things going on. Just He's on Spreaker. I'll try to put in a link when I, if and when I ever get the show notes. Who knows if I'll ever get the show notes. And Linda! Linda! Has anybody ever written a song with the name Linda in it? I don't know. She should probably write it herself. They do a lot of music on that show. Awesome Insanity Surfers. Surfers. S-U-R-F-E-R-S. Surfers. Linda and... Uh, Dawson. They create craziness, insanity. Um, what else is there? Oh, all right. Let's talk about craftsmanship. Craftsmanship. Poor craftsmanship across the board. But you know what's good craftsmanship? Other than my buddy Jack. I got to make up for not mentioning his name for 45 episodes. I feel bad. Um, oh, now I'm over it. Uh, do you like you like comedy? you like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I've been kind of trashing Kevin Can Wait. That Kevin James sitcom. Um, 
It's pretty bad. It's pretty forced comedy. It's pretty hard to watch. I caught on to a show thanks to, uh, oh, another friend of mine, Tamara. 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 I love you, Tamara. She hosts a show called The Shelf Addiction and Pop Culture Sunday. Anyway, I've never met her. I don't really love her, but, you know, it rhymes with tomorrow. Tamara. Tamara. See, that's pretty good. See how I come up with this stuff off the top of my head? At 70 miles an hour in a snowstorm? That was over three hours ago. Um, why would I mention Tamara? What was I, I going to say? Oh, I forget. It's another show you should watch. It's you should listen to. What did she say to me? Or what did I say to her? I was talking about Linda Tamara. Ah, I forget. Thought's gone. Try to listen to her. Shelf Addiction. She reviews. Oh, yeah. Oh, so Tamara and Lisa, they co-host Shelf Addiction. And they mentioned the show. They mentioned about 100 shows during their mid-season recap. None of which I watch. I don't watch... Really? I got 50 seconds left? Anyway, they turned me on to Dirk Gently. Dirk Gently and the Holistic Detective Agency. You can find that on BBC America. Dirk Gently. Hilarious. Fantastic. My favorite show this year and possibly my favorite show ever. Thank you, Tamara and Lisa. All right. We didn't even take a break. We didn't take a breath break. All right. Tell you what. Let's take a goodbye break. That, that was 29 minutes. Let's take... I, I ranted it like a lunatic about that stupid shock. All right, here's a shock. We're going to end it now. Goodbye. Good night. Good day. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed and great skills. Don't get shocked. www.dubbingadave.com.